You're listening to My Holistic Life, the happiness over everything podcast with your hosts, Den Shay Lee and Natasha McCray. Join the holistic nation and learn the secrets that will take you from fear of judgment and living down to other people's expectations to being free to live life on your own damn terms. By listening to this podcast, you can expect to experience radical self-love, orgasms for lunch, spontaneous trips and vacay, first-class everything, and upgrade your career, friends, and love. Increase self-confidence, elevated mood, and overflowing opportunities. Your friends will praise you. You will be blessed. And your hosts, Natasha McRae is a life coach and filmmaker. Pleasure is her mission. She believes every food experience should be a party in your mouth and that life should feel good. Natasha loves Korean dramas and kayaking. Den Shay Lee is a product development guru and self-care advocate. She loves to travel internationally and never turns down an invitation to enjoy nature. Den Shay believes life should be full of fun and orgasms. My Holistic Life can be found on Apple, Spotify, and other platforms where quality podcasts are found. Now get ready. It's time to put happiness over everything. Three, two, one. <laughs> Three, two, one. We are here. Yes. I hope you're I all excited. It. I'm feeling good right now. I know our topic is on mood swings. And we will be discussing, y'all. We are so excited to come to you today and talk about mood swings. And I'm feeling, actually, I'm feeling kind of good right now. But if you would have talked to me, you know, a week ago, that might have been a different story. (laughs) True. I could definitely say this week, I'm feeling a lot more grounded and centered than I was probably a week ago. And not much has changed. Like the pressures and things are still the same. So it's, you know, mood swings. I know I was... (laughs) I yeah mood swings there should be a song mood swings mood swings yeah mood swings mood swings that's a that's a rap I don't know there should be definitely a song about there I bet there is if we looked on IG I bet we could find a song Probably about can. mood swings or maybe it's TikTok now I'm not into it yeah but, you know <laughs> I know I know I was talking to a friend today and we were talking about going on vacation. It was like, oh, well, how's your mood? And I was like, my mood's fine. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm okay. You know, there was this thing about, she asked, did the vacation help my mood or, you know, my mental? But at the time, I didn't feel like my mood or my mental needed assistance. I just felt like the vacation is adding to my wonderful life. Right. But I still have this negative connotation to my mood needing help. Which is weird, Mm -hmm. you know, because what I teach. Right. So I found that really interesting because I was like, what you mean? I'm fine. My my mood was great. And it was. (laughs) It really was. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I found that I didn't want to kind of be in that space of it not being okay, even though there are plenty of times when it's not. Right. It's like we don't want to admit to it because then if we admit to not being in a good mood, what does that mean? Does that mean that we're not taking care of ourselves properly? Does that mean something isn't going well? Does that mean you're not living a holistic life if you're Mm -hmm. in a bad mood at the moment? Yeah. Have I designed the life that I truly want, like I tell my clients to, if I'm in a bad mood? The answer, clearly the answer (laughs) is yes. (laughs) Because we're all human. 
we're all human, but sometimes we don't want to admit to the moment that do really mm-hmm. happen that are part of life. Yeah. And I think it's really important. So that's why we really want to talk, talk about this today and usher any listener, you, you're listening to us. We want you to kind of be able to own that as well. Just be on that journey with us. We're, I'm not a guru. We're not gurus, but we have had these moods and mood swings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we have had those mood swings on a regular. Yeah. What's been your biggest mood swing recently that you can think of? I think my biggest mood swing has just been like just a lot of pent up anger. Mm. Like nothing in particular set me off to make me angry. Yeah. But like give me the opportunity and I would just go on a rant and like talk about everything that pissing me off. But it's nothing specific in the moment. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say it's pent up. Yeah. Yeah. So. So do you, when you say pent up, it makes me think about those places you go to and you just break Break shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think I might need to go to that. I might need to go to one too. (laughs) Yeah. It seems like my mood swings manifest with the people that are closest to me. And I should say the person that's closest to me. Oh, Which is Ben. Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Mr. McRae. I feel like it manifests in that way Mm. for the most part. So, you know, I'm good. And then all of a sudden he's like, he does something. And what he does might be majorly annoying. But do I need to like, you know, snap on a brother? And No. No. And for the most part, I am aware of it. So I'll check myself. Like, I'll just internally right. be like, frickin', frickin'. remember the cartoon character? Frickin', frickin', frickin'. <laughs> just, and I'll do that, like, under my breath, in my yeah. head, and just be like, give love, exude love. I send you blessings and love. Like, I have mm-hmm. gotten to that place now, but most of my mood swings come in that form where I, it's something that Ben has done, which isn't, doesn't warrant my, you know, mood, but I'm triggered. And you said, pent, the key that you said was pent up which made Mm -hmm. me think, you know, it is something that not coming from the situation at hand. Right. It is something that's pent up. Mm -hmm. I can relate to that because I would say, I wouldn't say that I get annoyed or I have mood swings specifically because of something that my partner does. But Mm -hmm. I would say that my partner notices the shifts in my mood a lot quicker than I notice them myself. And for me, it's more of a... I have to like, it takes a minute for me to own it, that I am not Mm -hmm. in the best mood at the moment. And then in my situation, it's always me affirming you didn't do anything to put me into a mood. And maybe I just need a minute to be in the mood that I'm in. Yeah, say that. But the mood is probably literally something that happened a few hours ago. And maybe emotionally, I'm just catching up to process something. Yeah. And that is so real. Mm hmm. That's so real. And I, I feel like giving ourselves permission to do that is empowering. Yeah. Yeah, it can be. I mean, when we talk about moods and mood swings, 90% of the time when you are expressing a mood, like mm-hmm. somebody asks you how you're doing and you express this how yeah. I'm feeling, people's immediate reaction is to try to say something or encourage you in a way to get out of it. If it's considered to be yeah. a mood that is not like, oh, I'm feeling bliss. I'm elated. Like that is you know, so true. It's like I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of down. I'm kind of angry. You know, people are trying to coach you out of it, and it's like oh, it's like no. Let me just be it. in this. 
yeah, I have to honor where I am. And that makes me think about what we were talking about earlier with, you know, mood swings versus emotions. Mm-hmm. And it's so important for us to honor all of them. Yeah. It's so important to honor all of them because sometimes it is just having that. Or let's say if you're going through grief, like you just need to be in that space. Agreed. Yeah. And I call that toxic positivity when you aren't. Mm. Yeah. When you aren't honoring the areas that don't seem as cute, they not as cosmetic as, yeah. you know, feeling down or feeling mm. confused or feeling overwhelmed or feeling annoyed isn't yeah. as beautiful as, oh, I'm great. I'm feeling good. I'm joyful. Yeah. And those can be beautiful. And that's what makes the world go round. And I think mm-hmm. that we have to honor those feelings because if we don't honor those feelings, then it's so easy for us to not take care of ourselves within those because there's a sign that something is wrong. There is a sign mm-hmm. that something's going on, whether it's wrong in the sense and wrong. I use wrong lightly, quote fingers in the air, but right. it's a sign that there is something going on that needs attention. And if we sweep mm-hmm. it under the rug, we don't get to honor that part. Yeah. We don't get to honor that. That's true. I mean, something that you said that made me reflect on it is like you mentioned a little bit about grieving and then we talked a little bit about or you mentioned something about that those emotions are not as beautiful. But I always look at I mean, I've had some very close people to me and it's like I've seen other people lose like a parent, you know, or lose Mm -hmm. a friend And everybody processes things differently. But for me, some of the moments of grief was like, wow, this is just another level of love that I am so torn because I loved you so much. Mm, And that is beautiful. So we got to say that that does make it a beautiful emotion and space to be in. And even frustration or like you said, annoyed. Sometimes... Mm -hmm. The frustration, our annoyance comes because we care. Yeah. Like, can you imagine, you know, working on a project with other people and things aren't going the right Mm -hmm. way and you're frustrated and annoyed because you care? Yeah. (laughs) Rather than somebody else who's like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's real talk that it's something that is more so leaning into versus the opposite. Mm-hmm. It's not the annoyance because you don't like something. It's the annoyance because you care so much about something. Yeah. Hmm, I, hadn't, I hadn't thought about that today. No right, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It really is. And, you know, to think about all the things that we care about, there's so many things that we identify our greatest desires and needs and our most authentic goals, then we kind of can lean into the reason why we're responding to something. Yeah. Like your genuine love for something is causing there to be a shift in a mood. But there's also, let's talk about it because this is so real. And I know that I experience this. We're talking about outside influences for the mood shift, but there's a lot of internal influences that cause the mood shift. And whether that is, I was just reading the article that was talking about anxiety can cause that mood shift or are you getting enough sleep can cause Mm -hmm. a mood shift. What you're eating, sleep is a huge one for me. If I don't get some sleep the next day, you better not be asking me 20 questions. And I know how to manage it where I don't get belligerent, 
that mm-hmm. much anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not say that much anymore because <laughs> I might much have moments. Anymore. <laughs> I might have moments. I might. I don't want to act like I've arrived, but when I now I can just get silent. Mm-hmm. Like recently, I had gotten so many things that were going on. I was launching the new community. Then I booked a play, and then I was traveling. And Mr. McRae comes one day with asking me a whole bunch of questions. And normally I would get kind of like a little belligerent, to be honest. But this time I was just like, I don't have the mental capacity to deal with that right now. Mm -hmm. So you figure it out. And I was okay. And he kind of paused and looked at me. And he's like, okay, babe, I got this. But I was just like, no, I'm not going to do this. Because Mm -hmm. I wasn't sleeping as much as I wanted to. There were certain choices and decisions. I had major decision fatigue so quickly. Yeah. So, you know, these outside things that cause our moods to shift, but there is also that internal, my emotions are whack because maybe my hormones are out of whack. Yeah, that's true. Or like you said, something that you eat. I know Mm -hmm. just for me, as much as I love something that's good and sweet, sweets are not really the best thing for me. I could find myself getting really like, when you have the sweets, you immediately have this like energy boost or I guess maybe a mood boost, but not too long after that, like too much sugar. And I I can feel a little like I would say under the weather is kind of how I would describe the mood. It's like, I don't know if I feel sick. I don't know if I really want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's yeah. like the crash from the sugar high or what. Yeah, but. that's definitely a crash. Yeah. That's a crash. Sugar gives me that depressive and also too much alcohol for me can give me put me in a depression or depressive mood if I'm having too much for too many days. Yeah. Yeah. And I just go, why am I kind of melancholy? Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when I shift and I'm eating healthy, green, living food and no alcohol and tons of water, my brain is like, thank you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is like, thank you, darling. Yes. So as we were talking about the mood shifts and the mood swings, I mean, we can't ignore that there are mood disorders that people have. And that's why we are always recommending therapy. Mm -hmm. I know I I got my therapist therapist when I'm like, I've been really feeling this way lately. Yeah. And like Mm -hmm. doing a check in, like, is that, you know, like an outside stressor? Is it something internal? Is something different in your routine to identify? Is it something that I can manage on my own? Or is it something that could be a deeper challenge that needs a professional? So, yeah, it's good to it's good to talk to somebody and get checked. Yeah, definitely. Because I know, you know, a few weeks ago when I was having that shift, I was speaking to my therapist and I'm like, what's going on? And then we just identified all the other things that were happening in my world. And it gave me some insight and it also made the mood swing. I was able to lean into exactly where I was in that moment. It wasn't that I had to fix it. Like Mm -hmm. what we discussed earlier, a lot of times we're just like, oh, let's fix this. And there's no fixing that has to happen. It's a matter of honoring that space and moving through it. Because when you move through it, then you're on the other side of it. You're not just like, oh, I swept this under the rug. So that was really beneficial for me having my therapist on lock as well. Yeah. If you don't have a therapist, get you one. Get you one, honey. Get you one. (laughs) So what are some of the things that 
I hope I'm not jumping ahead. You check me if I am. But what are some of the things that you do? We talk about fixing. I said, you know, I was talking about, oh, we don't want to fix it. We don't want to fix it. But we also want to, I'm always seeking how I can feel my best, you know? And if there's something that's uncomfortable, then I address it. It's a sign that something's going on. I can journal into it. I can talk to my therapist about it. But I also am constantly seeking out things that can keep my mood in a heightened vibration. What are some of the things that you have done in the past that when you know like your mood is not where you want it to be? When my mood is not where I want it to be, I definitely try to take a walk in nature if I can. Yeah, that's my favorite. I like candles if I can. I think it might be something with scent or it could be Mm -hmm. the flame of the candle. I guess other things I might do for like immediate like snap out of it is for me, it's like burning Palo Santo. There's something about the smell of Palo Santo that will just help me feel a little more grounded and soothed. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I'm like trying to, you know, envision that the smoke that is coming from it is positive energy that's like overtaking anything else bothering me at the moment. (laughs) I love the smell of Palo Palo Santo. It it just excites me. It ignites something in me. Mm -hmm. I burned some today on the Love Intelligence Talk. We burned Palo Santo. Yes. Was that today? Let me stop lying. I think that might have been today. I can't remember. Mm, I think it was today. So much has happened. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, when did I burn the Palo Santo? It was recently. (laughs) Yeah, I think for my mood, I'm the same way. I am seeking to shift my environment. Like I'm like... I shift my environment. So I have Sage, I have Palo Santo. I do dance parties a lot. But yeah, you nature, do. Yeah, I do dance parties a lot. Sometimes I'm just at my desk. I'm like, what? You know, I put on some hype song and I'm just dancing wild. I dance, you know, more than I post on social media. I'm doing dance parties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing way more dance parties. You know, I've also been on this journey of like seeking additional help, like wellness and other things like herbal solution. Yes. Herbal solutions. Well, what kind of herbal solutions have you been into? Because I'm a little bit scurry. I try some stuff. So we'll talk about some stuff I try, but I'm a little scurry. I am too, but I'm so (laughs) glad I work from home though. (laughs) Working from home, I get more opportunity to try different things, you know, because if I didn't work from home, I just wouldn't be trying these things. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, I went on a drive with my husband. There was like one last location that Ben was driving and doing. And so it was far away. And so we stopped to get gas and I look over and I was feeling a little stressed. And there was this sign that said CBD gummies. And I was like, babe, go get me those CBD gummies in that store. So Ben got me the CBD gummies. And so we brought them home and I would just have a CBD gummy. There was no THC in it. And I found that it just rounded out the edges for me. Like my things just seemed a little more manageable. That anxious feeling that was always kind of under the surface had dissipated. Mm -hmm. And so I just used that pack. There were only like maybe eight of them in there. And then I used the pack and it was gone. And I never really got that other pack again, which I should have, but I didn't. And so I was constantly chasing like, okay, where's this very grounding? Because Mm -hmm. it didn't affect anything cognitively. It actually gave me more focus. So CBD gummies have been something that I tried. I've also ordered different CBD tinctures from places. Some of them my body doesn't like. 
I get anxious mm. with them. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. I have to try them for myself. I'm, and by no means am I saying go out and do these things. Let me clarify. <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, disclaimer. I'm not saying go try this yourself. I'm saying my experience with this. So I've dealt with that. But then recently, probably about six months ago, I started having this really kind of gloomy overture of my life. Everything's going good. I've built the things that I want. But there was this gloom and I don't know where it was coming from. And so then I was like reading up on things and I started reading up on microdosing. And yeah, I started reading on microdosing and I kept saying, I think I want to do that. I've said that for about eight months. I think I want to do that. I think I want to do that. Scared eight months. Yeah, I was scared. (laughs) I was scared. And so finally I tried it. I tried microdosing. How did it go? And the first time I tried it, you know what it felt like? I tell my friends this, like this. It felt like that very first moment you take your bra off at the end of the day. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it felt like the very first time. Because it's like a very mild, mild, mild dose. And that's what it felt like the very first time. And then there were one other time I had it. I had some other stuff. So I'm like, I don't know if it was a combination, but I just had anxiety late at night because I had like, Mm. I had some alcohol, but I took it earlier in the day, but I had alcohol in the evening and I had anxiety. I couldn't sleep. And then the next time I ended up having ringing in my ears. Oh, (laughs) I had like that ringing in my ears. So I assumed (laughs) that's what it was from. And I Googled it and they were saying that's what it's from. So I was like, yeah, no, I think I'm good on the microdosing. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm good on that. I'm good but on you that. you tried it. I tried it. I'm done. And then I've tried smoking and that makes me want to go to sleep because, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, that doesn't work for me. So I, I like for smoke. me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, no. I And it was like one or two little hits in the middle of the day. I was like, I need to calm my nerves. And I was like, <sighs> like I'm knocked out. <laughs> it's like the nerves have been calmed. So that doesn't work. So with me, if I'm doing anything, I like more mild herbs. Like I've had, I, you know, I've tried it all. I've tried the lion's mane. I've tried the holy basil. I've tried the ashwagandha. Mm-hmm. I've tried all of those. And I think I like the more mild adaptogen type right. of things that can help with my mood. You Have you done the, more of the herbal? I've done more of the herbal, like in capsules, in teas, in different you know, sparkling waters that are enhanced. Yes. I don't necessarily know that I can feel a difference per se, mm-hmm. but I think I've used them to replace things that I believe were bringing my mood down. Yeah. Like I love a glass of wine to relax, but then I don't have the energy in the morning yeah. to really hit my workout like I would want to. So it became like, okay, let me try this sparkling water that's enhanced with, you know, like a mood enhancer that has like magnesium and things like that. Yeah. So that I feel like I'm having something special and the sparkling part of it makes it like it's, you know, a treat, Mm -hmm. but then it also is helping to like enhance my mood in a way that is not going to impair me for the goals that I set for things that help me keep my mood up. Like my workouts in the morning yeah. help me hit the ground running. I don't drink coffee. Yeah. So like that high intensity type of workout in the morning really gets me going and gives me the energy throughout the day. Yeah, I can't so. have anything that's going to jack me up for, like you said, the right. goals that you set for yourself. 
-hmm. And I've been willing because I, you know, I have the liberties. I have been willing to try certain things, but I can't stick with them. You know, the one there's, okay. So we talked about recess, but there's also one called Zenify. I think it's Zenify, which is really great. And it has GABA in it and it totally just de-stresses you. I haven't tried this one yet. Yeah. It's a little higher in sugar than the other ones, just a little higher in sugar than the other ones, but I like it. If I could have that on a regular, that one, and then I do have the other recess ones. So there are alternatives to the wine to shift that mood. There's so many different ways to shift your mood, even though you want to honor your mood. We talk about shifting your mood, but there's also a level of honoring it. There is. There's a level of honoring it. I think there's, it's just twofold. It's like, how long do you want to honor the mood before you have to consider, like, it's taking me too long to shift out of it Mm. or it's involuntary and it's happening frequently. So then it becomes like, can I manage this on my own? Like back to that conversation. Can I manage this on my own? Can I be aware Mm -hmm. of it, honor it, and do something to shift it back on my own? Or do I need like medication? Do I need a doctor? Yeah. Do I need, yeah. you know, like. That's real talk because if we, I think self-awareness and that whole self-love aspect is the solid foundation, the core of so much. And if we aren't aware of what our bodies need, then we just, it just run amok. Isn't that mm-hmm. what the Malcolm X? <laughs> Be yeah. running amok. You got them emotions running amok. Yeah. <laughs> And we don't want your emotions running amok. We want you to be able to honor them, be able to lean into them, be able to accept them and move into a different emotion when you want to. That's mm-hmm. the, the key when you, want, when you to. want to. Yeah. Yep. When you want to. Yeah. So I hope you are feeling like you are not alone on these mood swings because we do have them as well, honey. Don't get it twisted. I know we all about that whole life, but... <laughs> <laughs> We all about that happiness over everything life, y'all. But there's times when you might not be feeling so happy. And we want to honor that about that stage of our lives where we're going to be in and out of moods. We're going to have different emotions. But we are the captain of our soul. Is that what you said? I don't know. There was some Shakespearean or some. That was the actor in me. You are the captain of your soul. You are the captain. I like it. This week's holistic-ism is I honor my mood while I swing back to my happy place. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes. And our audience question for the week is, what do you do to elevate your mood? We would love to hear some of your methods. Yes. Visit our IG and drop it in the comments. All right. All right, y'all. Go out and make it an amazing week. We love you. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Hey, boo. Hey, Natasha McRae here. I want to personally invite you to join the whole nation where the conversation continues. Go to myholisticlife.com where you can take the how ho fabulous are you quiz, share your thoughts and ask questions and join in on the fun with our polls and challenges. Be a part of a community ready to enjoy a life of happiness, satisfaction, and serenity. Join us at myholisticlife.com.